Hey guys, and welcome back. I know that I missed last week's podcast only because I was in the hospital going through false labor. Um, so I apologize about that, but for this week I'm going to upload early just because of that one reason. So this week's episode of the Uncash Reality Check is about co-parenting. So last week we talked about the reality check of parenthood, becoming a first-time parent. This week, I'm going to kind of piggyback on last week's episode and tie it into co-parenting. For those of you who don't know, (laughs) co-parenting is supposed to mean when the parents of a child aren't together, but they work together to raise the child. Now, you and I... And everyone else in the world knows co-parenting is the most gray area you can think of. There are some people that actually do it correctly, that strictly just co-parent for their child. There's people that are in the middle, where majority of the time they do it the right way. And then sometimes they might have a slip up here and there. And then there's people who just disregard the fact of co-parenting in general. Now, you might be asking, like, what the hell is um, the right way? The right way is pick up and drop off, only communication for the child, um, no type of flirtatious vibes through you and your child's mom or your child's dad at all, strictly about the child. Then there's that middle area that 95% of co-parents are experiencing, where there are still feelings involved and and they result in (laughs) date nights without the kids and uh, still having sex and sleepovers and all these things that aren't part of co-parenting at all. But it definitely does take time to find what works best. Not all schedules work the same for everyone. Some people are able to co-parent daily. Some people can only deal with co-parent weekly or once a month or only in the summertime. Everyone has a different type of co-parenting schedule. But the ideal schedule is to give each other, both mom and dad, an equal amount of time with their creation. But like I said, it doesn't always work that way. Personally, I think co-parenting is something that is forced upon parents a little easier than it used to be. Um, I feel the same way with like things like divorce and stuff like that. It's way more socially acceptable now. Um, because, in my opinion, if you're in that grayscale area of co-parenting, where you guys still have those feelings and and can still tolerate sleeping next to each other and things like that. To me, especially because you have a kid, it's worth to just try again. Um, You never know if something's going to work or not work unless you try. And relationships are one of those things that you have to continuously try. It's not like you try and then it doesn't work and you just give up. Because feelings don't just give up. I feel like in this modern day generation, we're taught 
to, if something's not working, move on. But if you look in history, nothing that anyone has ever done the first, second, third, or even fourth time sometimes has worked out. If somebody gave up on the first car, the first light bulb, do you really think we would be in the position that we are in now in this world? And we definitely wouldn't be. So I definitely think sometimes that people assume co-parenting is the best way. But here's my thing. Co-parenting is the best way when it comes to toxicity. If you and the other parent being together is toxic for you, them, and the child, then co-parenting is the best route. But correct co-parenting. I'm not talking about dealing with the arguments and stuff anyway, even though you aren't together. That makes absolutely no sense. So when it comes to people that can still have feelings and still flirt and still, like I said, have sex and do the date night, you might as well just try again. That's my personal opinion. Most people be like, oh, after the first time, let it go. There's more fish in the sea, blah, 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 blah. But if that's your fish, like that's your Nemo, you better dory it out and stay. It makes absolutely no sense to put your kid through watching co-parenting, like watching mommy have to drop me off to daddy, and I hang out with daddy, and daddy drops me off to mommy, and mommy and daddy don't live together, but daddy hangs out here sometimes, and daddy sleeps over sometimes, but then... Sometimes I go with daddy and he's with like another girl or sometimes I go with mommy and she's with another guy. Like that is so dumb. If you guys are still going to fiddle and diddle with each other, you might as well try again. It could either fail or succeed. And guess what? If it fails, go back to co-parenting. But this time, like do it the right way. And if there's no possible way for you guys to do it the right way, then y'all are just playing games and need to get it together and be together. Because these little grayscale relationships where it's like, oh, yeah, all we do is co-parent. But yet you just took your baby mother on a date without the kids. It's not healthy for you. It's not healthy for her. It's not healthy for your kid. And it damn sure ain't healthy for these girls who think you out here single and they're about to have you. But come to find out, the time you didn't answer their text or call, you were with your baby mother. Like, no. This generation is way too messy and too quick to have so many multiple people in situations. And it's, no, it's not good. There's a lot of things going around. There's this new STD that, like, eats flesh. I don't know about you, but I don't want to look like a zombie because I'm thinking we working on things or I'm in this toxic co-parenting grayscale situation and you're messing with her and I'm messing with him and then we mess with each other. No, no. If you're going to co-parent, I'm going to need y'all to pick together or co-parent. No grayscale. Co-parent or together. If y'all still sleeping with each other, etc. Y'all are not co-parenting. Y'all are together. Y'all just going through <laughs> some problems right now. So, here are some tips I have as far as getting into the whole co-parenting situation. So, first, I wouldn't rush. Like I said, 
people are so quick to want to tell people like, oh no, we're co-parenting. No, do not rush it. If you guys are still feeling each other, try taking a break first. Try going back to the roots of why you guys might have fell in love in the first place. Because clearly if you guys have a kid together, there was something there. Even if it was for that night or for years before, there's something there. So go back to the reasons on why you even like this person. They were cute. They took you out on dates. They were respectful. They were sweet. You liked their ears. Whatever the hell the reason was, go back to it and figure it out. Once you guys go back to that and you guys are really trying to make things work and trying to fix things, but it's just not happening, then revert to co-parenting. I would say, but this is my personal opinion, and sometimes it becomes hard and difficult, but I would say try to keep your child's schedule as similar as to when you guys were together as possible. So if your child is used to seeing mommy or daddy after work or before work, whatever, Try to make that co-parenting schedule around that same time. So the child will just be used to, have to get used to the nights going to sleep without a parent or something like that. Don't try to do the whole, you get him once a week or one week in a month. Like, don't completely rip your child from the other parent. I know sometimes that's really, really hard. Trust me, I know. So it's really, really hard because you're so used to having your kid. And then on top of that, you don't want, nobody wants their kid to be in a co-parenting situation. Like that's not ideal for anyone. I don't think, I think everyone starts off wanting to provide a family for their kid. And just sometimes it just doesn't happen. So I would definitely try to be as fair as possible, but also don't ignore your feelings. I'm not saying give your baby mother or your baby father their kid every day because you might not want to see this person every day at first. You might be hurt. They might have cheated, violated, whatever the situation is. And I'm sorry, but I don't want to see you every day. Even though you're only coming to get our child, I don't want to see you. Give me some time. So if it's going to make your co-parenting situation healthy to ask them for a break for a while, like, hey, can you give me about a week before we start this schedule? Because I just need some time to accept everything. As the other parent, they should understand and accept that because no matter what, you should always want your child, mom, or dad to be mentally strong especially because that'll rub off on your child if they're weak if they have a weak mentality your child will see it and start to pick up on things and mimic that same mentality so you always want them to be strong so if they need a break give them a break before you start this schedule and for the ones that have to co-parent with more than one person I'm meaning the people that are dating someone with a kid and then they have a kid together or you're dating someone or you have a kid with someone that started dating and now they're in this serious relationship you know that relationship where as soon as you guys break up they get with the person that they told you not to worry about and now they think that 
he or she or stepmother or stepfather of the year. That type of relationship. Now that right there is a whole nother ball game. Because now you have to worry about three to four people co-parenting one child. Yes, four to one. Sounds like a, a job. And it definitely is. Personally for me, especially because in my co-parenting situation it was two females and a male. It was me, my child's father, and then his other son's mom. Um, it was a little bit more difficult. Now, I'm not going to say men are able to lose feelings faster and stuff like that. But having two headstrong females in a situation is very, very difficult. Especially because a lot of females sometimes feel as if it's like a competition or the biological mom might feel as if she's being replaced or someone's trying to like play mommy to her kid and it becomes really 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 difficult so my advice for multiple person co multiple situation co-parenting let's call it that is to first without the children or child around have a nice sit down and establish everyone's position. You are the baby mother. You are the baby father. You are the boyfriend. You are the girlfriend. This is our child. You are extra hands for our child, extra love for our child. But at the end of the day, we are final decision making makers for our child. And I feel like that helps the situation so much better because... Everyone knows their part, nobody oversteps the boundaries, and it makes it just healthier for everyone all around. It doesn't always work out like that. It doesn't work out like that the first time. I don't know how many countless sit-downs I had before we got to a place where it was healthy and respectful for everyone. But the whole point is, if you want to be with that person, you're going to go through whatever the hell... You have to go through to get you guys to a place where everyone can be happy. You can be happy with them. They can be happy with you. Their other, their child, other parent can be happy and the child could be happy. It's definitely something that is possible. It's not easy. It's not always um, something that you might want to do, especially because, I'm sorry, after a certain time, you get tired of people and their bullshit, and you're just like, forget the whole thing. But if you really, really care for the person, you're going to stick through it and find the best suitable solutions for everyone as a whole. But that's just me and my opinions for co-parenting. Um, that's both personal experience and opinion mixed together um and i hope you guys enjoyed this week's podcast if you have any comments or anything make sure you guys are following me on instagram at sincerely that's s-i-n-c-e-r-e-l-y underscore alize a-l-i-z-e uh there you guys can see my personal life and always DM me questions. I'll do polls and Q&As on um, my Instagram story. 
So just stay tuned and stay connected. Bye.